If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. What's going on, everybody? We're back, the trio. If you listened to the last episode, you would have heard the new mic, and I'm putting it to work this week with the intro. We're here. We're talking games of the week. Week 11. Steve, Lou, how we doing? Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Doing good, guys, as always. And love getting ready to talk about our games of the week. You know it gets exciting when we're talking games of the week because it's almost football Sunday. What a great Thursday game we have coming up this week. Too bad. I don't do Thursday games, but this is definitely going to be one of the better ones for sure. That's the only thing I could talk about on Thursdays. But guys, let's go to one of my games of the week. Uh, there's a lot of good ones, and I'm going to have to go to the Rams versus the Bucks. I think this is going to be very speaking for this Los Angeles Rams team. Don't really know if they're a contender or a pretender. Their defense has played very good. We just talked about and raved about Jalen Ramsey who I kind of said DK Metcalf could have picked on a little bit, and I was completely wrong, and I should never doubt Jalen Ramsey because he is very underrated as far as, you know, the best cornerback in the league goes because Stephon Gilmore was getting a lot of that talk, and I think a lot more respect has to go back to Jalen Ramsey for that title. Lou, I'm sure you'd argue some of your Colts guys there, but Jalen Ramsey's that dude. But I think this game – for the Bucks being home is definitely going to speak wonders. That should be a little bit of an advantage. But let's see some consistency on the offensive side because, Kev, you talked about Brady having some offensive struggles. He still needs to get more comfortable in that offense with those guys because he definitely had a couple of throws I'm sure he wish he could have took back. But, you know, either team that wins this, it's going to speak a lot for them in the NFC. Yeah, man. I mean, Steve, I will say it's either Ramsey or Gilmore for our best corner in the league. Xavier Rhodes is uh, very good, but not back to the Rhodes close completely yet. But honestly, man, the Bucks in, in Rams is going to be a good game. I mean, Bucks have a great pass rush. No old man Whitworth, who is 55 years old at this point. But let's take it to my Colts, man. Playing the Packers this week. The Packers looked like they fell asleep half the game versus the Jaguars. The Colts had a big win. I think it's going to be very competitive, but I I do think the Packers will beat them because every team that comes off a gigantic win usually has a little bit of a come down. I think it will be competitive, but I think Green Bay will show up. Yeah, Lou, I hope so. As as much as I want to be with you, Rune, for the Colts, Green Bay has been one of my favorite NFC teams all throughout, but... For one of my games, and I'm sure a game that's probably on a lot of people's list, that's the Baltimore-Tennessee game. And Baltimore's coming off a tough loss against New England. Tennessee coming off a tough loss, obviously, against your Colts, Lou. So both these teams are going to come out and want to win, especially more so the Ravens, considering you know the Pats was probably a game they had marked down as a W going into it. But both of these teams are going to come out blazing. They're both going to come out ready to play, ready to grind ground and pound. I'm just worried about that Ravens offense because the Titans defense is obviously better than the Pats, not to say the Pats is bad. And we saw the lack of just offensive success against the Pats. So that really worries me. But I think it's going to be a lot closer than people might think considering how good the Titans defense is just because, like I said, the Ravens are coming off that bad loss. So they're going to make adjustments and they're going to put up some points this week, I think. One thing for you, Jim, it's if the Pats offense is bad. Like, it is bad. There's there's no not saying. 
It oh, de- uh, defense, I meant. That's why. Oh, okay. I was going to say they're awful. Yeah, they're, they're poop. <laughs> yeah, and the Pats definitely got lucky to sneak that win by. But yeah, I was talking to Cousin Anthony at Uncle Tony. Thank you for that awesome intro for all you guys that, that listen to the Sandbox. Go check out Uncle Tony on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Definitely a tough loss for the Ravens. You can't expect that from, you know, last year's MVP. I mean, it just kind of looks night and day. It honestly does. Not saying that he's fully to blame, but, you know, that team really did get figured out. And like we talked about earlier, a lot of defenses are just calling out the player options and, and the pitches at the line of scrimmage because it all looks relatively similar. So the AFC is going to be determined a lot by who wins this game, especially those higher rankings. But another game of the week, guys, I think it's going to be ugly, but I think that this game is going to speak a lot. Um, the Eagles versus the Browns. The Browns have been winning really ugly games, and the Eagles are just a really ugly team altogether. Of course, the Eagles are the only team in the league with a tie. You know what I mean? It just leave it to the Eagles to do that. But I think if I'm the Eagles, this got to be a must-win game. And if I'm the Browns and expect to be a playoff team, this also has to be a must-win game at home. Yeah, definitely, man. I think it has to be a must-win. Could be real down and dirty, man. A real grind and running the football game. Should be fun to see. But I, a game I think is going to go under the radar this week is going to be Falcons and Saints, man. Two dynamic offenses. And I think with Jameis back there, they're going to air it out a lot more. His arm is a lot better than Drew Brees's. It's a division game. There's actually a lot on the line if Atlanta wants to make a push for a wild card. I think it should be interesting. And I think it's going to be a sleeper of a game. Yeah, Lou, I'm glad you brought that game up because I'm psyched about that game, especially with Atlanta coming off the bye. I got Gurley coming back for fantasy this week, so that's huge. But for my last game of the week, another game that I'm sure a lot of people probably think is going to be a blowout, but I think it's going to be another good game considering how these two teams met the first time, and that's, that's the Chiefs and the Raiders. I mean, we saw the Raiders steal a game from the Chiefs earlier in the season. Obviously, the Chiefs have been on a complete tear. Pat Mahomes is arguably the best quarterback in football the best quarterback in football right now I will say that over Russell Wilson for the time being but yeah just I think this is going to be a good game I mean division game and it just seems like Oakland just I don't want to say knows how to stop them but they know how to compete against the Chiefs I don't know if it's just getting up because it's a division game and they have that that energy and that they're amped up but I mean they always you know seem to give them a tough game even when they do get blown out it's always not towards the end of the game when the Chiefs and you know get those big garbage time, touchdowns, Tyree kill, 80-yard 80, 80 passes, stuff like that. But I think this is going to be another good game, and I think this is going to be very close. I do think the Chiefs win this one. But, uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't count Vegas out either, especially considering how bad they had their number the first time around. Yeah, I definitely agree. This was one of the games that I also wanted to talk about a little bit. And I think it's important. I'm pretty sure that the Raiders are the home team this time around. And I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to lose two division games to the Raiders. I really don't expect that happening. But what better home underdog than than the Raiders? You know what I mean? I'm sure they're soaking up that. And John Gruden's been probably blaring that all in the locker room that they're probably already counted out. Like I said, as far as things go with the Raiders, it's hard for me to, to say that they can go and they can beat a powerhouse like they did in the Chiefs just because the lack of offensive specialists but I think if the Raiders really want to do this, they need to get Josh Jacobs going early and often. 
but I feel like Gruden also schemes up a great defense to shut down Kelsey and try and control Hill his best. Yeah, man, definitely. This was one of my games as well, guys. But biggest game of the year for the Raiders, man. They can really, really put a dent in the Chiefs' lead at the top of the division. I know the Raiders are going to have a crazy easy schedule after this, but this would give, be a huge momentum swing if the defense can stay sturdy as it has, and they can definitely put up points on the Chiefs, man. It's going to be an absolute showdown. But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our game of the week. Always fun recapping and preparing for the next week of football with you amazing Since the Sandbox fans. Make sure to continue to contribute to our Thanksgiving community can drive. Trying to push a 1,000 cans. We're going to update the total for you guys going through. Um, really great what we're doing in our community. Make sure to get your Since the Sandbox sweatshirts on Black Friday. Those are coming out. But that's going to wrap things up. Leave us that five stars, guys. We only want the five stars. Peace.